Hello and welcome to Philly and the Over, a brand new Philadelphia-based sports gambling podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Joe Simonera. I'm joined by Shane Curran. Shane, tell us what's on tap for today. NFL AFC preview. All right, time to cash in. Joe, we're a little more than a week away from football returning. The first game comes back on uh, Thursday the 7th, and then we have a, a full weekend of football. I am so excited. I'm sure you're deep into fantasy drafts and and uh, NFL prep. Absolutely. Just finished uh, my second draft uh, tonight, and then we got uh, got the big league on on the 6th. So we're, we're kind of close in that one, but uh, my three leagues this year. How many, how many are you doing this year? I got down to one. I'm, I'm just so one. thrilled to be down to one. Now I, I know I don't have to root for every single player every single week, uh, just my bets and my my one team. Uh, yeah. So let's let's take a look at the the AFC. I want to cover a few things. We'll we'll first go over the win total uh, for the AFC, and then we'll for each of the teams. Then we'll look at some division odds. We'll hop into any long shots uh, or conference bets that you like, as well as some Super Bowl winners. But let's get started at the bottom of the AFC and the Houston Texans have the uh, lowest win total in the AFC. It's at six and a half and the over is juiced to plus 120, whereas the under is minus 140. Do you like anything here? Uh, they're not, they're, it's going to be under, but you know, you gotta, you gotta say, do I want, do I want to put that, you know, minus 140 juice on there? Um, I, I think they're probably like a four win team. Maybe they get to five, uh, but but they're going on to that that six and a half. Yeah, so I was looking at, and last year there were seven teams that finished with uh, six losses. I'm sorry, six wins or less. And looking across both the AFC and the NFC landscape, there's only one team that has odds that are under six and a half going into this year. So you know that there's going to be a lot more teams that finish uh, under that mark. There's usually a few that only have three wins when you think about who's at the top of the draft. So just a matter of who's going to be joining the Cardinals, spoiler alert, uh, in the bottom of the league this year. Mm -hmm. uh, so you have the Texans. Uh, you you like them under six and a half, but not enough to, to put any money on it? Yeah, no. Nah. All right, moving on to the next team, the Colts. They are six and a half as well, uh, minus 125 to the over and plus 105 to the under. Any play here? I like the over. Um, I I am not a, uh, a NFL scout. I'm not a quarterback evaluator. Um, all, all I have is my, my own eyes and uh, watch a lot of college football. Watch Anthony Richardson. Never won, never looked great, didn't play a ton, but he's a starting quarterback for the Colts. There's something about this guy. There has to be something about him, and I'm buying in. I'm yeah. buying in. I mean, like, they're eager to start this guy. So there's got to be something there that, that I'm missing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going over, I mean, because of him. I, I understand Jonathan Taylor, you know, not, not probably not going to play at all, but definitely not the first four games, um, at least for the Colts. I'm still buying in. I just there's got there's something about this Anthony Richardson guy, and and look, we we know what Shane Steichen can do, so I, I think that's a, a good hire there and a good good coach. But I I I have to take the over. I, it's against every instinct I have, but but that probably tells me that it's going to go over. So I'm going to take the over here. So I think you mentioned St Shane Steichen's the the one reason that that I would glance at the I'm not taking this, but glance at the over, and just to think about. You know where we were 
uh, as an Eagles team before Shane Steichen took over as play caller. And once he took over is when that offense really took off. So I think there is something to this guy. I think he, he's going to be one of those, those next like young coaches that people are looking at and, and yep. really having, you know, the appreciation for their, their new way of thinking and, and what he can do. And he has, uh, you know, a quarterback that, Although raw, he is one of the better quarterback athletes in the league already. Yeah. Uh, and he's also, he has an arm. He can, he can chuck the ball downfield. So um, he has, he's going into a situation you know, it would be nice if Jonathan Taylor was there for that offense. Still waiting to see what happens there, but he's stepping into a situation where he has a big target to throw at Michael Pittman, who, who had 150 uh, plus targets last year with several quarterbacks throwing him the ball. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see see how that one plays out. I'm staying away. Uh, the next one are the Las Vegas Raiders. They're at seven and a half for their over-under. Yeah, I, I have no feel for the the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, uh, so this is definitely a stay away for me. Um, you know, they're going to get off to kind of a, a, a rocky uh, a rocky road, I think. Think that they play some games where um, I think they have they have some winnable games in in uh, in Denver. I think week three is Pittsburgh. Um, you know they play the the Chargers week week four, which is an interesting game. Always, um, I just think they get off to a slow start, um, but then maybe find their footing. Uh, but I, I think they're like right around seven. I think that line's you know right there. So there's I have no play on this. I have no feel for the Raiders. I'm actually going to shop around for a line for this because right now the over is plus 170 and the under is Ooh. minus 190. I actually love the the under here for a few reasons. One, Jimmy Garoppolo coming into camp, he had you know he had a dinged up uh, elbow coming in and and hadn't really practiced with the team for the entirety of the summer. Uh, that being said, Josh Jacobs, their you know their leading runner from last year or rusher from last year, he waited till about two weeks ago to show up to camp. He seems happy, so that that's good. He seems to be back, but. I always worry about those those hamstring type injuries when guys don't get as much time in camp, especially at those skilled positions. Uh, the combination of those two and the fact that it it just it seems like you know for a team that has to play the Chiefs twice, uh, the Chargers twice, and you know we'll see what happens with Denver, but Denver twice. I mean, you can sort of chalk up five losses right there, right? Uh, so I, I just think you know not playing in playing in that division and. Um, you know, having a new quarterback coming in, although he's he's played with Josh McDaniels, you know, a while ago in in uh, New England, it seems like it, there's a lot of moving pieces, and they're not all moving in the same direction at this point. So I actually love the under on this one, but minus one ninety is a, a hefty price to pay. So um, I'm going to shop around online before I take anything with this one. I get on board with that. The next one I actually have play on as well, and that is the Tennessee Titans. Their over-under is seven and a half. It is plus 110 uh, for the over and minus 130 for the under. Before I get my play, what's your take on the Titans this year? Well, I have a play on this one too, but it's too obvious. The over, right? The over, absolutely. I, I don't over. understand. I, I, I can't make sense of it. Like why? why so I mean, okay, let's do I think, this. I think they could win. I think they could win nine games, ten games. So before before we do that, I'll play devil's advocate and I'll I'll tell you why they won't. Uh, they will not because their offensive line is currently ranked thirty second in the NFL. Um, they have Ryan Tannehill still playing quarterback, even though they have now drafted a quarterback uh, for the past two straight years. Uh, they were trying to recover from you know not signing AJ Brown and watching him go on to have his. Uh, greatest career as a 
uh, wide receiver by, you know, first drafting Trey Burks last year and now going out and signing uh, Hopkins, who apparently doesn't like to practice. And that is not going to work within the the variable defense. They have to go up against uh, Trevor Lawrence twice, who is, you know, coming back from, um, you know, a great season in which he doubled his touchdowns from from his rookie year. He's the second year under uh, Doug Peterson. And, you know, that those are two matchups right there. You also just mentioned that, that you like the the Colts. So if the Colts are going to be up there, um, you know, they have to play them twice as well. And that's just within their division. So, uh, for those reasons, you know, they all point toward the under. I don't think they have the easiest schedule, uh, in town. Uh, they have some tough games and they have tough games early. We talked about this last year. Mike Vrabel is if not the best coach, he's right up there with the best coaches in the NFL. Um, he He's a guy, he's going to have this team absolutely ready to go uh, every single week. And that's like, that's what's absolutely like beautiful about the, the NFL is that it is true any given Sunday. That's why, you know, that's why survivor pools are so hard. And, and that's why, um, you know, we, we have these crazy, crazy upsets. A, a lot of it just comes down to very small details, things like that. The talent for the most part is is pretty much, you know, most teams are are, are fairly evenly matched in, in the NFL. There's not a lot of, you know, 20, 36 point spreads like we have, you know, with Michigan. Um, he's gonna have them ready to play. And I just think that's good for something. They have enough talent to win seven games. And I think that his coaching puts it over to to get to that that eight, nine, ten win game. So I think they get this over pretty comfortably. Yeah. You know, they as they come back, I think Vrabel is one of the, you know, top five, five to seven coaches in, in the league right now. And um, I, I think he is absolutely one of the coaches, probably top three coaches that are going to hold their guys accountable, right? You know, him, Tomlin jump out to mind as two of the guys that are are not going to let their team not show up and and not put their best, uh, their best effort out there. So um, for those reasons, also, you know, you, you get to play Houston twice. Uh, for what it's worth, I'm not as high on the Colts as you are. So you get to play the Colts twice. You know, if you're looking at that right there, I um, do think that's a split. That's a split. Yeah. So you look at that, and that that very well could be four wins right there. But you you think at least three wins there. You need to get five more throughout the rest of the season. I think that's uh, I think that's an easy over right there. The next team in the AFC with the lowest odds, the New England Patriots, they're also at seven and a half, pretty even on the over and under. Any play on this one? <laughs> Interesting team rolling with one quarterback. Did they, did they sign anyone today? No, but but I actually like that move, right? So you, you go into this and last year, it's, it's great to have Zappi, right? So it's great to have a guy who they think can step in. Right. However, it's because of the decision to bench Mac Jones halfway through that that one game uh that just added a lot of confusion in the locker room in terms of who's the leader of the offense and having zappy it's similar to, to what happened in san fran with trey lance there when you have you know too many guys there who you know the, the locker room split on terms of who should be playing it's not good so i think from a perspective of saying okay mac jones is our guy um i think that's that's the right move however uh, if Mac Jones gets hurt, uh, that's, uh, you know, you better hope that no one, uh, signs, uh, Zappy and you can add him to the practice squad. Yeah. I, I just, I mean, I, I, I understand it, but Zappy won you two games last year. Uh, good backup quarterbacks are really important in the NFL. Um, 
that uh, just, I don't know, typical New England. But, um, you know, I lean to the over. I don't think I'm going to play it. I, I think that um, they could be a surprise team. I, I think they could make a run. I think that's always a possibility. But I just don't know that that the weapons are there this year for uh, uh, for the Patriots on on offense. And Mac Jones could be could be great. But um, I, I I lean over. I think the defense will be be good and well coached as always. But um, I, I don't I don't think this is one that I'm going to play. Yeah, that's interesting. And as we get to, you know, this is probably the the best uh, division in football, at least going into this year with the Jets, the Bills and the Dolphins all contending. We haven't talked about any of those teams yet. Uh, so they they all have some some high win totals. So, uh, you know, it's going to be a, it's a tough, tough division to get some wins in. So one of these teams is, is going to uh, underperform what their expectations are. The next team in the AFC, the Denver Broncos, uh, going into last year, they uh, they had a rough go of it, and uh, the offseason has has been filled with headlines as well. They are at eight and a half and pretty even uh, odds on both the over and under. Uh, does Sean Payton turn this around? Do they get over eight and a half this year? Because of Sean Payton, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play it because possibly, uh, but I, I don't I don't see it. I mean, I look at their schedule and I count like five definite wins, maybe four definite wins. Maybe they win, you know, five, six. But I, I mean, I, I don't see it. I, I I said it last year. I don't think Russell Wilson has it anymore. And he didn't. Um, does he have some sort of resurgence under Peyton? I don't Maybe. But he played a lot of football for a very long time. It's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to do. It's hard to stay healthy. I, I just don't see it. I mean, I, I would lean under here. Cause, cause I just don't, I just don't count the wins, but um, I, don't, I don't think it's going to be a stay away for me. Just, and I mean the, the injuries they, they've had to have the wide receiver position has have just been killers as well. Um, and that, that doesn't help Wilson at all, but yeah, this is, this is going to be uh, one that I stay away from. Yeah, I'm staying away as well. I think Sean Payton definitely makes a difference, but his comments during this year made me think that there may be a talent issue on this roster as well. Um, the the one thing that that I do go back to is there was so much hype around Denver going into last year, and they significantly underperformed their expectations. That I think this year teams uh, are going to be sleeping on on Denver, and we can probably get some some good odds on them throughout the year. The do you the, see? God, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Do you see any similarities between uh, the Jets of this year and the Broncos of last year? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're it's all over the place. It's you know a brand new quarterback that is season that's been you know uh, considered one of the best in the game. Moving to a new team, uh, in addition to that, they sign a bunch of players around that you know that guy. Uh, you have some young talent around them. Last year was Javante Williams, uh, you know, Corton Sutton, Jerry Judy. This year is. Garrett Wilson and and Bryce Hall and um you know even Saul Scudder on the defensive end so yeah similarities across the board yeah let's just remember that <laughs> all right and we'll be talking about the Jets uh, shortly but before we get to them the Pittsburgh Steelers they are at nine wins um for their over under so you actually do have the option to push there that is close to even as well that's uh, minus one fifteen and minus uh, one hundred five to the under. Division's just just too difficult. Um, you know, I I lean under here just, just for that reason. I think the Steelers could be good. I think that um, I think the the AFC North is going to be a really good division. Um, I was a big Ravens guy last year, uh, burned me a little bit, but I think Cincinnati's going to be a really really good team this year. I think the Ravens are going to be good, and I think Cleveland can also can also contend. So um, 
it's just a tough division. I think the Steelers are good, but but it's if they didn't have to play these guys each twice, um, I'd be a lot more confident. But that being said, I, I just can't can't play it because I think the division's just so hard. Yeah, I actually, so I'm not going to take this, but I do have a, a play teasing for uh, something later in the show. Um, so we'll move on to the Cleveland Browns. They are nine and a half, um, slightly juiced to the over plus, uh, so plus 125 to the over and, and minus 145 to the under. Um, sounds like probably the, the same exact explanation that you just had for the Steelers with this one. Yeah, uh, just, just verbatim, <laughs> same <Yep>. thing. <laughs> All right, so... Now we're getting to some of the teams that that have higher expectations, right? That that are considered to compete. And starting with the Dolphins. So the Dolphins last year, Tua had significant injuries. Um, he is going into this year uh, healthy. He's been doing some Muay Thai and the uh, Jiu-Jitsu in the offseason to learn how to fall properly uh, so that he can stay healthy. Their over-unders is, uh, win total is at nine and a half right now. Under. Hate Mike McDaniel's. That that's really the big reason. The big reason. <laughs> sunglasses, for it. right? Thoughts. Can't so. stand the guy. The watch, sunglasses. So it's all it's all affect. There's no substance there. Um, it, it, they're just such a popular team, and and I mean, my God, you don't want to, you know, make light of it. But Tua had how many concussions last year? Well, I, I mean, you're one away know. from that. You're just you're one bad hit away from that guy just saying, I got I got to hang it up. Like I can't I can't do this anymore. So I you know I I. I do have concerns for that, but you know, also, like I said, New England can surprise you. Buffalo should be pretty good, um, and maybe the Jets surprise. Although we'll see. Um, but but I think that when you look at when you look at the Dolphins' schedule, they also they also have have some some challenging games. Um, you know, they got they got to go. Uh, they got to go to Baltimore. They got to go, uh, or they play Buffalo like at the end of the season. So I think that you could be really sweating that in those last two games, and they're going to be two really difficult games for them. So I'll, it's a stay away for me for sure. Yeah, this is a, a stay away from me as well. Um, the next team is the Los Angeles Chargers. They're at nine and a half. And to take the over, you have to lay minus 130. Any play here? Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I, I would lay the 130. I, I think that they get over that. Um, I think this is a 10 or 11 win team. Um I, look, I, I mean the weapons are there, the talent is there. Uh they can get it together on defense, they can they can certainly go over that over that total, but I expect to, you know, I, 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 we're doing a lot of fantasy prep, uh, you know, now and we'll, we'll get to that for sure. But I think, um, you know, two guys who I just think have just, just monster monster years are going to be Herbert and are going to be Joe Barrow. Um, and I think that, that Herbert makes a, makes a real, real run of the MVP of this year. Um, so I, I like the Chargers. I'm very high on the Chargers. I think that they go over and I would lay that one thirty. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually in agreement. I, I like the the over as well, and and for two reasons. The first being Herbert last year after he he uh, injured his elbow, his throwing elbow, he he wasn't the same quarterback, right? That was week four, I believe. So, you know, they they still played throughout the year, played decent enough to make it to the playoffs, then just had a monumental collapse, and I think that was really you know a moment that teams you know it could go one of two ways. I think it's going to go in the positive, mainly because of Kellen Moore's addition as the offensive coordinator. You saw what he did with Dak Prescott and you know CeeDee Lamb and, and Ezekiel Elliott and some of those skilled players down in Dallas. Now he's going to a situation as an offensive coordinator. Now, granted, he's not going there to be a head coach. He chose to go there to be the offensive coordinator for this guy. So he's going there because he sees something, and I think that he is going to be able to take 
take Herbert to the next level. And by doing that, there's already the weapons around them. They did a great job of drafting offensive linemen, uh, you know, not last year, but over the, the previous two years, getting new tackles, Slater and Slater. Slater yeah. They, they drafted these guys high draft picks to protect Herbert and they have Mike Williams and they have Keenan Allen and now they're starting to, to reload, right? Josh Palmer played very well for them. Everett played very well for them last year. And then they, they go out and sign uh, Quentin Johnson out of LTCU with their first round pick this year. So I think the combination of those things, you can, you can expect a, a bigger year for, for the chargers. And, and the last thing there is their defense over the past two years has underperformed so significantly. They have so much talent at three layers on that team. And, you know, Dermer James is the best safety in, in, in the league. You have arguably one of, you know, with the bosses, you have arguably one of the best defensive uh, ends in the, in the game. So combination of all these guys, this, this team needs to, this defense, I think really needs to step up this year and, and they have the talent there. They, they just need to put it all together. Yep. And if they don't, it's good. They don't have any fans. So no one to this point. <laughs> All right. The, uh, speaking of uh, a team with no fans, the New York jets are next on the list yeah. and they are at nine and a half, uh, as well. So we're getting into, uh, you know, a group here of several teams that are at nine and a half. The Jets, however, you need to line uh, lay minus one thirty five, and uh, you mentioned there's there's a ton of buzz going into the the Jets this off season. Uh, what uh, how do you see this one playing out with Rodgers? Um, average. I think I think they're like a seven or eight win team. So so I guess I would I would be on the under here. Um, Aaron Rodgers is old. Aaron Rodgers has a lot of interest outside of football. Um, I, I understand all all the hype, all the buzz, uh, everything that they that goes along with it. I understand that they have um, a guy with a, with a, with a funny name, who's a good cornerback. And, and that, 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 that gets you a lot of points for whatever reason. I know they have running backs. I know they have this fiery coach, defensive minded coach. Um, it's all there, but I, I just don't think they, they put it together. And look, I mean, there's no one that touts Ohio state wide receivers more than me, Olave, Garrett Wilson, and, and Smith and Jigba, you know, coming, coming in this year. Um, I think Garrett Wilson's a great player, but I, I don't think that Rodgers just has some MVP type resurgence. I, I just think that that part of his career is behind him. And look, you could have said that was it, two years ago on the MVP, I think. And he could have said it then probably too. But, but I, I really do believe that this is just a different, different guy. And I, I mean, we're talking about, you know, people are putting them in the Super Bowl, and I just don't, I don't say it. I, I'm, I'm going under. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, if you think about last year, how well the defense played early and, you know, Saul Scarter, he's he's more than a funny name. He is a legit shutdown corner. That guy coming into the league and being able to do what he did as a rookie against some truly talented uh wide receivers is was pretty remarkable, especially in that division. So you have him and on the other side, you know, he's going up against Wilson in practice every day. Both of those guys end up winning rookie there. So they have a young lot of young talent. I think we can agree that Salah is a great defensive-minded coach. Last year, they really just needed more of a game manager at this point uh, to to help them. You know, they probably would have had three or four more wins if they just had a game manager. And yep. Rodgers at this point, he's, you know, two years removed from MVP, also three years removed from MVP. I don't think he needs to return to that level for them to be successful. What I think needs to happen is their defense needs to take another step forward. And these these young players, including, uh, you know, Brees Hall, Brees Hall getting him back, um, as well as, uh, you know, the signing of Cook. Getting just, you know, Rogers being able to just get these guys in a position to make plays and, and really managing the game. I don't think he needs 40 touchdowns for them to be successful. I think if, you know, he is in the low 30s that this could be a playoff team. Uh, that being said, I'm I'm not touching them this year. I'm I'm staying away from that nine and a half. 
The next team uh, in the AFC with a nine and a half win total are the Baltimore Ravens. You were so high <laughs> on the Ravens last year. Uh, a lot of injury plagued plagued that team that it actually has for the past two years. Uh, again, one of the better coaches in the league. Uh, the over though, you have to lay minus 165 for the under it is plus 140. What are your thoughts? Uh, lean over, but that's, that's too much to lay. So it's, it's going to be a stay away for me. Um, I mean, it just, you, you said it with a lot of injuries, um, all, all over, all over the, the team, really. Um, you had, you know, some contract issue with Lamar Jackson, uh, this off season, which was, you know, thankfully resolved without too much incident, but, um, that's a lot's a lot to lay. I do think they they go over. Just I have a lot of a lot of faith in in Lamar Jackson. Um, I think that if J.K. Dobbins can stay healthy, I think he's uh, really really a uh, good above average running back in the NFL, honestly. And then um, you know another Big Ten guy we we saw a lot of was Rashad Bateman, who I think takes a big step forward at at uh, wide receiver for for the Ravens. So and and I think that um, you know I think that they're another team that drafted really well, but um, you know you can't put all your faith in, in rookies. Uh, but I do think they drafted well and, and kind of address needs. Um, that being said, just it's 165 is a lot to lay for a team that does have these injury issues that I could see going, you know, the other way as well. So yeah. um, I, I, you know, if, if it was, you know, 110 or even plus money, maybe I'm taking the over, but it's just a little too much for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm staying away as well. And I, I think this, this whole division is probably going to come down to, you know, eight wins for each of these teams with two games to play and, you know, two may go under two may go over, but uh, I think it's going to be a, a little too close for me. Uh, moving forward, we have four teams left in the AFC uh, getting to the teams with the, the highest win totals. The Jacksonville Jaguars are next. So they took a, a huge step forward last year. Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence uh, took a step forward for that offense. They, they have some, some weapons around Lawrence and Evan Ingram and Christian Kirk. And, you know, they added Calvin Ridley last year, which was, you know, a great signing, I think for them. However, this guy hasn't played football in, in nearly two years. He only played through, I believe it was week four of 2021 before he, uh, took some personal time off Their over under is at 10 and it's even money. What are your thoughts? Yeah, a little personal time off to the to the casino and sports books. Can't, can't, <laughs> that can't was last the, year. <laughs> can't, can't. Oh yeah, <laughs> can't fault the man for it. Um, I'm sorry. What was the uh, what was the total? Uh, the over was uh, over under was ten. Oh boy. Uh, stay away from me. They could get to they could get to eleven or twelve wins though. I, I do have that kind of faith in in the offense. Um, you know, you mentioned Ingram and, and Kirk and, and Travis Etienne is a guy that I was. Uh, you know, really high on last year, may probably underperformed a little bit, but I think the talent is certainly still there. Another year under Doug Peterson. Um, I don't think that they take a uh, a, a leap where they're gonna they're gonna go out and win the Super Bowl, but but can they win a game in the playoffs? Maybe two, maybe get to um, you know the AFC Championship. I think that's very 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 possible. Um, so I you know I, I would I would lean towards the over, um, but I also think that. I mean, you know, I like Indianapolis. I like Tennessee. I think those are going to be tough games for Jacksonville. So um, I can't, you know, I can't get on I'm sort of on the fence on it, but uh, uh, probably stay away from me. Yeah, I'm staying away as well. I, I, I lean toward the over for this and I, I could very well see us looking back and Jacksonville being one of those teams that takes that next step forward. And, you know, we look up at the end of the year, they're the one seed with 13 wins. Um, so we'll see how that one plays out. It, it is interesting. So last year there were 10, uh, teams that had, um, 
I'm sorry, there were there were nine teams that had 10 or more wins. And this year, as we look at the win totals, we just went over all the nine and a halfs, but there are, let's see, there are six total teams across the NFC and the AFC with uh, over-under totals set to 10. So, you know, just based on last year's numbers, you would expect a, a handful of others in that nine and a half range to jump up. And obviously not all these teams are going to go over their, their win total toward the top. Uh, the next team, the Buffalo Bills, 10 and a half. You're laying minus 130 for the over there. Um, last year, they, you know, they had that one game that that got called off. So they played one less game uh, than everyone else. But um, 10 and a half going into this year. What are your thoughts? Um, first, did I tell you about my uh, my experience at, at a Wegmans in Western New York? No, you did not. All right. So. I, I was I was just there visiting and um in like kind of like the Rochester area, uh, probably about I don't know an hour from Buffalo, but it's very much Bill's country. Um, and Wegmans was actually founded in Rochester, so that's just like their supermarket. Anyway, in the Wegmans, and it's you know they have like a display of just Bill's shirts and memorabilia and all that kind of stuff and whatever. That's kind of normal. You probably see that like in Acme in Philly with the old stuff. Um, Josh Allen cereal, Josh Allen pizza sauce. Josh Allen coffee, Josh Allen coffee mugs, uh, Josh Allen buffalo sauce, which I did buy, which I can't wait to use. Uh, they are serious about this team, and that guy is everywhere. He is absolutely everywhere. Uh, I'm taking the under, though. They got to go to Philly. They got to go to to the Chargers. They got to go to Kansas City. Those are three losses, I think. And and you know the rest of the schedule shakes out how it will. Um, he's great. Love the love Josh Allen as, as a quarterback. I think uh, uh, defense will be good again. Lines good again. Um, but I'm I'm taking the under. Ten and a half is just as I'm, you're going to learn with all these other bets. Ten and a half is just too high for me. Uh, the defense should be better though. You get Von Miller back for for the yeah. entire year. He's yeah. he's going to solidify that defensive line. Um, you know, you get Milano back and linebacker, and um, their their secondary should be healthier at least to start the year, as well as Josh Allen being healthier. So I think um, you know a combination of those things. It wouldn't surprise me if they're up there toward the top again, but uh, too much to lay for me. The final two teams in the AFC, the with the highest uh, win total. First, the Bengals, eleven and a half, and that's even money on either side. Over, over. I, I talked about Joe Barrow having just a monster year. Um, yeah, the Bengals are going to have have a big year this year. I'm, I'm taking the over. All right, the the Bengals. Uh, the so, or, do you have any concern over the um, the injury for for Barrow in in the offseason? It's been a quiet off season. It seems like out of, been, of uh, yeah. since he, I am, uh, no, I am. Aside from I'm, Joe Mixon. Well, always something with Joe Mixon, but uh, no, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay with it. I think that it's a big year. All right. The last team, you guessed it. The Super Bowl champs, Kansas City Chiefs are also at 11 and a half. However, their over is minus 145. <laughs> I'm very, very, very tempted to take the under. Um, I think it's a stay away for me. Uh, very tempted to take the under, but but probably will not. Um, the over is just too rich for my blood. Yeah, I'm I'm staying away as well. Eleven and a half is is such a high number that um, too too much to lay. All right, so moving on, let's uh let's take a look at some of these division odds and see uh see which um which of these teams uh might have a chance to to uh to win the division with some some lower odds. So we'll start with the Chiefs there. They are minus 160 to win the division. The Chargers are plus 325. The Broncos at plus 475. 
and the um who am i missing oh the raiders at uh plus uh plus 1500 to win the division any yeah. anything you like there yeah chargers um high on, uh, chargers are my ravens of this year i'm very high on them um i think they can win that division so chargers what was it, plus 345 plus 325 plus 325 yeah not bad chargers it's worth nice. it nice I'm I'm staying away from that one, but I, I do like that bet. I considered it uh just um you know, it's it's just so tough to to bet against uh Mahomes at this point that that I'm gonna stay away for now. Uh the next division, the Cincinnati Bengals will start there. They are plus one twenty-five. The Ravens not too far behind at plus two seventy-five. The Browns, the third highest odds at plus three eighty, and the Steelers at plus five hundred. Um, I'm going to jump in right here because I love the Steelers at plus yeah, 500 yeah. here of all four of those teams. I mean, I think Kenny Pickett, there's been just rave reviews from him coming out of, um, of camp this year. So he gets a full year under his belt as the starter. You expect Pickens to take another step forward as a wide receiver. You still have Deontay Johnson as your possession receiver. Uh, Najee Harris is there. Warren has been getting great reviews as the backup yep. running back. And the main thing is this offensive line, which was atrocious the past two to three years has actually they've been building it up through the draft and through free agency over the past you know last year it took a step forward and this year it's supposed to take another step forward uh that being said their defense should be awesome their defensive line should be you know they should win a few games themselves so combination of all that i i, I love the just the the value here at plus 500 for them to win the division yep. love it all right, let's move on to the AFC East, and we'll start with the Buffalo Bills plus 125, the New York Football Jets at plus 250. We have the Dolphins at plus 300, and we have, who am I missing here? Uh, Bills, you said Bills, Jets, Dolphins, uh, Patriots. Uh, there we go. Patriots. They are uh, all the way down the list at plus 800. I just have, I have no interest in, in playing this. I just completely stay away from it. This could go a million different ways. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely with you. All right. The the last uh, the last division here, we have the AFC South with the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, leading the way at minus 185. We already talked about, uh, you know, the Titans over under at... Uh, they are for the division plus 325, the Colts at plus 600, and finally the Houston Texans at plus 950. This is another one that I love. I'm all over the Titans here at plus 325. Again, I, I think the, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Jaguars end up winning 13 games, but I could also see Titans over performing expectations and all you need is, you know, uh, Trevor Lawrence not to take another step forward and it's a coin flip. So I think those odds are too good to pass up. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to take the chargers when, when they have the chiefs in their division, the Jaguars are not the chiefs. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm all over the Titans as well. All right. Uh, moving on to conference totals. There are no conference totals that I like. I, th I think it's just too difficult to pick that. Um, so I'm going to stay away there. Um, before I give some of my long shot Super Bowl predictions, do you like anything in the conferences? No, nah, I'm kind of same as you. It's it's too much to get my arms around. Yeah. All right. So I I took a few uh, a few long shots for the Super Bowl, and I think you can probably guess who they are based on some of my comments. Um, the one I took a, a very, very low position on the Tennessee Titans. And the main reason is if you win your division, 
you know, you're, you're set up in a good position, right? So they're in a terrible division. They have a chance to, if they, if they go ahead and, and beat the teams that they're supposed to beat, you know, they could end up like it was two years ago where it's, you look up at the end of the year and you're like, oh, wow, they're the number one seed. Um, I don't think that's going to happen for the Titans, but their odds are are worth just a little nibble on uh, plus 10,000 to win the Super Bowl. Um, so I wet my beak on that. And uh, two more teams, actually three more teams in the the AFC that I like. Uh, starting at the bottom, the Pittsburgh Steelers, for all the re- reasons that I just mentioned, they are plus 6,000. Um, so I think you're just getting great value there. If they end up, again, winning that division, Kane Pickett takes a step forward. You have a great coach in Tomlin. Defense is legit. Great defensive line. It's all just you know recipes for for a team that, that has the possibility to uh, take a step forward. Um, the Chargers, we both mentioned how much we love them. Um, them and the Jaguars are plus at 2,500. I think those odds are, are great for this time of year. Um, I don't think you'll get better odds on the chargers this year. So I think if you, if you were to take them, now's the time to do it. Uh, I'm going to agree with all of them really. And, and the only other, the only other one I would, I would throw in there is in, in the jumble that is the, the AFC East. Um, Hey, they have a lot of trust in Mac Jones. Why, why not the Patriots? Um, that would be another team that I would say, Hey, they come out of that division and uh, play smart football and, and win a couple of playoff games. And, and here you are with, with Mac Jones taking a, taking a giant leap forward. He would have to, but uh, it's one to, one to think about. Um, you know, it's interesting. We have a lot of these last year's young quarterbacks. Uh, now we're talking about, you know, making that jump this year. And then next year we're going to have, you know, Richardson, Stroud, Young, like we got, yeah. I'm really curious to see what all those guys do uh, uh, this season. And then, um, you know, kind of, kind of look forward to, to down the road. So you see which one of those guys is going to, uh, going to be a productive NFL quarterback for a long time. Yeah. And the Patriots, they're also at, you know, plus 6,000. So as we go through this again, those are just the, you know, the, the good value on those. And you mentioned, you know, Mac Jones, but really I think that comes down to coaching, right? So you have, you have, uh, Bill Belichick still is the the head coach, but you get Bill O'Brien back as the the yeah, offensive coordinator, and th- that's so big for Mac Jones having the experience that they have um, oh, yeah. had together in the past. Uh, you know, a combination of that plus a good running game, Stevenson should take another step forward as a running back. Their offensive line is improved; they continue to 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 make adjustments there. So, um, you know, Just they that... had Juju, who was a big signing at wide receiver. <laughs> yeah. uh, they get Mike Isicki, so they get some big targets for him. Their, their wide receiving core just has not been good over the past handful of years, but you know, it might be just the right, right blend of uh chaos for it to, for it to work. If you're going to take the Patriots, wait till after week one and they, uh, after they get their asses kicked by the Eagles <laughs> and see, see where, see where the odds are then. There we go. Stay tuned for the NFC preview. Place your bets. For Joe Simonera, I'm Shane Curran. That's all for today's show. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Remember, rate, review, subscribe, and always bet on yourself. Philly and the Over is brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe?